Hi, my name is Christopher Lewis from Dating Intelligence, and this is my very first video podcast. I can't tell you how excited I am, and I have my very first guest, which is a really dear friend of mine whom I've known for a couple of years. Her name is Winnie Lee. She's a thoracic surgeon slash medical spa owner of this place called Fringe IQ down in Thousand Oaks. Yes, we're in California, people. So anyways, I'd like to introduce her, move along. We got a great topic tonight for you guys, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Winnie, how are you? Hi, Chris. Hi. Thank you for having me. Very, very welcome. <laughs> and I get to be on the maiden voyage of this video this, podcast. You're right about that. This is the maiden voyage of our first video podcast that we're releasing. So um, it's going to be kind of fun navigating through this. But I'm very happy to have you on the show for the first one. I love the topic. Great. All right. So with that being said, tonight's topic that we are going to discuss, it's going to be something that's true to both of us. And I'm sure hopefully you guys out there as well. Um, the topic tonight is called Ground Dogs Day. So this is dealing with, are you ready for this? It's dealing with the fact that you date the same person over and over again, and you realize, well, virtually in different forms, but then you realize that, why am I with this person? Until you basically, hopefully, find the one that you're actually looking for. So this is what we're going to discuss tonight. So I'm going to have her and I talk about different things, and uh, hopefully we can get through this with uh, some, some good tips for you guys out there. All right, so we're going to start this by first off by saying that I personally have mainly at a younger age have had this thing where I've dated similar types of persons, which are mainly blondes, which has probably been a thing of mine for a while. And uh, um, I've dated probably a few of those my whole life until I found my right person. So I don't know where you stand on that and what your qualities and situations have been, but that's probably one of the things that I've actually have had things and problems with in my whole life until I found my right one, which happens to have been a brunette. I should have led with that in the first place, people. So, <laughs> I, I think that this is a super relatable topic, first mm -hmm. of all. I think that once you reach a certain age and or you've dated enough people, at least seriously. Um, How serious are we talking? I mean, this can be from like just... Yeah, it can okay. be from... I mean, probably not, <laughs> not quite... Settle down. Okay, I'm just saying 24 <laughs> hours is sometimes just I, as good. I do think that um, if you date someone, say, for any period of time, like three months or more, I think that a lot of us find ourselves in a pattern. Or worse, you don't identify the pattern. Right. And I think that this is a super relatable thing for me personally. Okay. And also, I think for a lot of both men and women, and I realized it, that I was sort of dating the same person over and over again, and it came in different forms, whether it was tall. And it's not really even hair color, right. height, age difference, race. It was more the same personality type. Okay. But you're saying, though, that there's a bunch of characteristics that stay the same. Like you had mentioned tall, for instance. Yeah. I mean, well, we all have a physical type, right. and that sometimes has a lot to do with it. But I also know that there's inner qualities that sometimes we're looking for that's missing from you, I'm sure, that you want the other, the flip side of it. Yeah. I mean, look, we're always looking for our best match, right? Correct. And sometimes we're just not good at identifying it. And it actually turns out that there is a lot of science behind this. Right. Whether it's we're mirroring, like we're looking for people who are much like ourselves. Okay. And that's why we have this almost a draw. Like it's not even attraction like physical. It is a draw. It's a magnetism to these people who are oftentimes something from our past, whether it is um, it's muscle memory. Right. You know, like our brain is wired to identify patterns. That's what makes us feel comfortable. And it's actually quite 
teleologic, meaning like it's survival. We go through, when you go to the grocery store, if right. you had to go to the grocery store, it's like the first time you ever went, every single time, your brain would never rest. That's true. Right? So you have a pattern, and if there's something different on your list, then you have to write that down because you normally go get eggs, get milk, or whatever. You do your produce run, and you do, it's muscle memory, right? right? And that's great because it allows the brain to like settle, even wander, de-stress. So it's actually good. These is patterns. it also good to go in when you're hungry? Sorry, yeah, right, know, right. But that's pretty bad. I mean, I always go when I'm hungry and I end up with way more than what I want. That probably but, is worse if that's, you're... Yeah, that's another story. It's probably worse if you're trying to find a girl and you're hungry. But anyway, so, so I do think, though, that though it's great for grocery shopping, it's maybe not so ideal in the dating world, right? right. Because whether you grew up with someone a personality that's violent or an addict or abusive or narcissistic or emotionally unavailable. Look, I probably hit things that people, all of you out there are going, yeah, that one. Right. Oh, and that one or that one. Right. So we've all done it. And even though it is an irrational comfort, it's what's familiar. Right. And so, so I call that the discomfort zone. Okay. So right? what you're saying is virtually is that the things that you're, um, used to being around is the type of people that you're end up, you're going to end up with. And that's sometimes is not always great for instance, but as you get older and, and grow up and mature, I feel like, so let's, let's backtrack. Let's start with like teenagers, for instance, right? You know, when, when we are in a group, you know, you end up dating someone from that group because it's just, you, it's like you hang out together in a certain way. As you get older, you know, I feel like you, you pick certain things from friends um, and then we'll get into the family thing later as well as that, you know, like moms and dads and all that stuff. But I feel like, you know, you always, whatever group you're in, you're attracted to that type of group that you hang around. And I think that's where it starts from as well, whether it be, you know, and mind you, like there's always like, an, uh, I think the jock, let's say going for the cheerleader and um, because they hang around like the, you know, if you have like the, I'm going to say it like back in the day stoners, you know, like a stoner chick will hang out with a stoner dude and things like that as well. You know, you're never going to get like a jock and a jock together, but you're always going to get that similar types who are hanging around with each other starting that way. So that's what you view and that's what you're used to being around. So you end up looking for that and breaking it down your whole life. In, in theory. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. The breakfast club doesn't normally happen. No. Well, <laughs> until you get a little bit older. We'd, we'd like to think that. Right. You know, we'd like to think that the popular girl is going to be with a nerd or with a, with a stoner or with a jock or with a... what. Breakfast club is great because it doesn't actually happen, but we have these fantasies, right? I love but the we breakfast are, club. I know, but we yeah. actually are, in fact, either attracted to people much like ourselves. Right. Or... If you look at your exes, they probably all look very similar. Not look and, physically, right? But in hints, and so okay, so let's talk about that. So what she's saying is that, um, for instance, for and I'll and I'll talk about myself in this situation is that I always said that I had a thing for blondes, and that was something in, in like innately instilled in me. Growing up in Texas, there's a lot of blondes in Texas, right? So um, the way that I grew up and where I'm from, there's just a plethora of blondes around. So in my mind, that became something of, um, of, um, a characteristic of some of, of a physical characteristic that I sought out first. And then it went down the road from there. So, and you know, and, and next what we're getting at as well, if we're talking about this, let's get into the family aspect of it. I feel like most of us for women, they look for a father type. And as for men, we look for almost like a motherly type and we pick little characteristics from there in theory. I, I don't know if you have that much control over it. 
True. So but, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to ask you because mm-hmm. it's going to be personal. Okay. You get to be personal. <laughs> but um, so before you found the one, right. Which love her. Um, could you? Can you look back? And other than blonde being kind of a signature, right? Can you think of anything in their personality that seemed to run run a so, thread through everybody? So this is a very good question. But so for myself, it's like I felt like I already knew the mold of a woman that I wanted to be with. And yes, and with the trial and errors of knocking off little pieces here and there, like, ew, that one doesn't work because she parties too much, or this one is just not available enough, or this one's just too stuck up enough. So mm-hmm. the it always came back to, and this is what I was getting at with family. So for me, my mom was like the epitome of strong, independent. She didn't need anyone for anything. She raised three kids by herself. And to me, that's what I looked up to. So the standard of what I wanted was instilled in what she exuded. Right. From day one. Now I have to figure out how to mold that one with bigger breasts, you know, the legs, oh, you're, all those little you're things. You're a boob guy. I'm such a boob guy. Oh, okay. Now I'm a button leg guy, but it's okay. <laughs> so, but those are the little things that I'm discussing right now. It's just the fact that I started from that. And those were the qualities already that I knew that, that I needed to make that, to make me happy because I felt like I got along with it. Well, it's familiar. Way. Correct. That's very that's correct. That's exactly yeah. right. You're, and I think that's where, when I say it's, it's almost um a magnetism because you as much as you want to make it a choice right sometimes it's just not because it feels good right it's familiar it's you already know how to deal with it your brain knows how to deal with it because you've been dealing with it your whole life right so let's then so off of that note let's talk about the changes then so if if we're dealing with the same ground dog day pattern over and over again you wake up you know all of a sudden you're with someone you break up um you're you're continuing those same patterns so and all of us have been through this, by the way. And it's one of those things where we always try to figure out how are we going to not do this and make the same mistakes over and over again. That's one of the hardest things to do. And the only way to do that is that you have to basically, I feel that you have to spend enough time with yourself in order to really realize what you want in order to get away from that. And sometimes I feel like a lot of people, and this is going to be a fun part of this, is that you know we've all been with the rebound person. You know, I feel really bad for the rebound person because the rebound person gets the shit into the stick all the time. Fucking roadkill. It is. And sometimes yeah. they may be the best person in the entire world and they just get shit on or they're, you know, they're just a crack addict and you're just like, well, why was I ever with this person in the first place? I'm being very serious. We Not that serious, your, but... Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we but, need to look at your dating and that's if crack addicts are on the table. <laughs> okay, but, let's scratch that. Not so, but, but you know right, what I mean, though? So let me ask you this. How do you reprogram that? Right, so let me ask you this. Before you met the one, yeah, uh, you obviously had, we've all had failed relationships. Mm-hmm. What was a common theme in those, like common personality traits in those failed relationships? That's a very good question. Um, And I would probably say me. No, I'm kidding. No, it's not No, it wasn't that. It's just, I I feel that the majority of them, um, you know what it was, and this is very honest with me, they gave me too much free range to do what I wanted to do. And um, Freedom. Freedom. And by freedom, me allowing me to just be who I am, trusting me. Which at that, you know, it's growing, going through all that was not the best thing for me because like, I mean, the, the whole through line for all this was because I cheated on all of them. That's the through line. Ah, it wasn't so much okay. them. It was just that I, I was the catalyst on that because I had too much freedom. And when I have too much freedom to do what I want to do, 
what happens in that point. It's like, you know, if you're allowing me to be Chris Lewis, to be, you know, the flirt, the, the guy and, and trusting and independent, as well as I'm allowing you to be independent and all that. It's like, it doesn't work that way for me because my head's going to start spinning and I'm going to be looking around. And once I catch something else, then it's lost. So that, that right. was my thing. And so, so my previous, what you're getting at here is that my previous um, engagement, whatever like that, my previous marriage and everything, she was the first time that I was like, I need someone to finally tell me and be on me all the time. Not, not like nagging, not in a nagging way, but in a way of just saying, hey, look, check in with me. Check in with me. How are you? What are you up to? Okay. That's what I need. And I have a great example of this, by the way. So with my current girlfriend who, <laughs> this is a very good story. So my current girlfriend had a party, you know, just a big event. And I come home. We both come home that night. So we're home. I have all these photos of the event. Everything's going smoothly and everything. And now finally, I'm lingering on this one picture and a couple pictures. Hey, I sent this picture to this girl. So instead of her going, oh, okay, that's great. She looks at me and she goes, why do you have her number? For the first time ever, we've been together for three years. Why do you have her number? And I went, well, because I'm just sending those pictures. She goes, you know what she said? She goes, get rid of the number. And I went, why? It's just, it's just the person. She goes, she goes, Chris Lewis, I know you well enough. Get rid of the number. And I went, birthday party. Yes. By the way, now, Pajama party, very sexy, but neither here nor there. So anyways, I looked at her and I went, you know what? You're right. So I, and I deleted the number right away. Okay. So for the first time, she knew out of this whole time being there for three years that that's, that's going to be a problem. And she sensed that. And that's why this woman is perfect for me right now. She's amazing. Okay. And that's the stuff that I need. Can I flip the script? Go ahead, flip it. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interview you a little bit. Ooh, go yeah. ahead. So... Though I think that that is really interesting that someone identified, because obviously you've been around women this whole time, three years. Why this one? Why the, yeah, right? Right. So she identified something. Right. But the question is, in your prior relationships, when you're talking about I cheated because I had too much freedom, it's not the freedom that made you cheat. There's something beneath that. But were they not avail like emotionally right. available is, to you? Yes, and that's a very good point. You're right about that. So there's this thing where it's like I feel like everything runs a course. Like I used to feel like out of all the girls that I dated, that if I could get past two and a half, two years, it was an accomplishment because I never have ever gotten past two years of my entire with, with a girl because you know in theory I, I get bored. That's it. Okay, so it's boredom. Correct. So it's not it's not having someone put out like some uh, some kind of invisible fence you right. can't cross this line. It is the boredom because you need to want to stay within those boundaries, not have someone create them falsely for you. Right. right. But this is what I'm saying from my side of this thing, and this is why I I try to do and do the show is the fact that I'm not the normal. Like I, like it wasn't something that they did, and most of the times like the clones and the cloning and the ground dog day and all this and that. It's like every girl that I've been with, like, you know, it's like the next one is just a little bit better than this one or or she doesn't have this trait or just that negative that I didn't want. They just got better and better. But for me, it's just like it got to a point where, once again, the boredom set in on my end of it and it made me start wandering. And that's Mm -hmm. and that's from my side. So going back to you now for this and anyone else out there, it's that when someone chooses someone they feel like they choose the same person that's, oh, my God, this person was so bad for me and I chose this and that. I didn't have that much. I don't have that problem per se. 
you know, because I feel like I can, I can read it out pretty good. But what we're getting at right now, which is virtually, it's, it is the same. I'm not going to deny that. But what we're getting at is like something of what you said before, and we've talked about this, and that's why we're here as well, yes. is discussing things on why you feel like you've chosen the wrong person, whether it be a trait of like, you know, this person was an act, or this person was just a fucking asshole, or this person right. did this. Right. But yet it seems to be the same person over and over again. Right. Okay. So this, this, I'm going to segue right into, so there was a study that came out. Mm-hmm. It was in Germany um, by Park and McDonald, and it was in 2019. You mean McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. Yes. Not Ronald, right? No. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. And <laughs> basically, what they did is they surveyed um, something like 12,000 people. Okay. And um, about 330, I think the number is like 332. 332 people agreed to go into this study and take these chronic surveys, like okay. over and over, and they followed them for nine years. Wow. Um, and it's about relationships and, and how we, look, we've all been with someone who it ended awfully, and we knew it while it was going on, whether they were un- emotionally unavailable or they didn't prioritize you. I mean, there's there's kind of the big five personality traits, right? right? So there's like extroversion, there's neuroticism, there's openness, there's, um, oh geez, I almost have to look, conscientiousness and agreeableness. Okay. So there's there's the big five. And the problem with that is that there's there are people who keep choosing the same person okay. it, and, and you, you get in these bad relationships and you say when, when it finally ends horribly, right? You know, like you poured gasoline on because right. you went back right? and then it just blows up in your face and you say at the end of that, I'm never going to date someone like that again. Studies show you fucking will. Okay. <laughs> you will date that person again because it's something in your past, whether it's your father, your mother, someone that you've had a, a lot of discord with. Right. For me, it was, and I'm going to put myself on the chopping block because okay. we've interviewed you, so it's my <laughs> turn to give up, give up, right? I, I'll give it up. So, not so my, easy. Though. No, it's not. I'm not, not that easy. Okay, no, don't give up. Well, okay. no, this right. is your show, so okay. of course you got to give it up. I mean, you got to wear it on your sleeve, buddy. But for for me, um, it's it was guys who didn't necessarily prior make me a priority. Okay. And, you know, I didn't follow cardinal rules. Like, I wanted to say, like, words are cheap, right? So follow actions and patterns, not apologies okay. and not words. Like, because right. they know people, these guys or women, right. know exactly what they need to say to gain favor. And I get that. Okay, so let's backtrack, though. So this is why, like, I like this stuff. So you're saying that they didn't make you a priority. Okay, mm-hmm. so if I may ask... Let's look a little bit more into that on the fact that you're a, a doctor. You're busy as hell. So when you allow someone that much, like, and, you, and by the way, you're, a, once again, a super strong woman. This is why we're friends. Because I, I, I love my super strong women friends and all that and that. You mom. don't need anything. You don't need anything from anyone. You know, like, and, and, and by and me saying that, it's like, you're strong and independent and you're fine on your own. Like a mate for you is someone that you want to be by your side, like an equal almost for you. You're not looking for someone to virtually take care of you. Am I right about that? And in well, theory. Yeah, I, no, not in theory. In actual practice, okay. you're absolutely right okay. because I'm not, yeah, I'm not a dependent. Okay. So yeah. when, when I hear when you say like the priority thing, which, which, and I, and I totally know where you're probably going to go with this though, is that when you are strong and like, and 
not domineering, but you know, you're just as much as an alpha as they are sometimes. It, it makes it hard to where they can't, you know, they, they get, I guess the easiest way for me to say is they get lazy. They get lazy. And so when these guys get lazy and not make your priority, it's because they feel like, well, you know, I guess She's I'll just. fine. Exactly. I'll do what I'm going to do. Like, you know, it's like saying the same reason why I hate Valentine's Day. It's like, I don't need a day to tell me that I love the person that I'm with. I should be doing that all the time. You know, it's right. the same reason why when a lot of married people, and I'm looking at the camera right now, why a lot of married people go, well, you're dating and tell us it's not for me. I'm like, no, it's like you should be dating whoever you're with all the time. Yeah. You should be making efforts all the time. So when you um, stronghold, and I'm not saying it's a bad one, when you feel like your presence is stronger than theirs, it's almost like they allow themselves. There's roles that are created at that point. So a priority at this point now, if you really think about it, and tell me if I'm wrong about this, but sometimes it's like they they can't make your priority because they feel like, oh, she's got it when he's got this, when they should be stepping up. You're, you're probably right. So okay. basically I'm complicit in all of this because I also don't know how to ask. Okay. And which, and this is this, and this is why I'm, I'm talking about the flip side. How yeah. do we change the script for the next person? That's well, what I'm and at. it's, it's not even changing the script for the person. It's choosing the right person to begin with. Of course. Yeah. So, you know, I found myself in situations where if I'm talking to someone on the phone, talking to my to my boyfriend on the phone, okay. be like, oh, they're calling. I got to go. And they take that phone call. Okay. And it was always someone else. I got to take that phone call. I got to take that phone call. But yet when I would call in, I would get that auto text that says, sorry, I can't talk right okay. now. You mean when you call them? Yeah. Interesting. And okay. so that's when it, that was a light bulb moment, okay. right? Got Edison it. moment where you're like. Why am I always the person who's not being answered? Either I'm being, I'm losing the, I'm losing the call waiting battle. Right. Or, uh, well, it, that's the same thing, right? I'm right. always losing the call waiting battle. And that's just like a very small example. Obviously, a metaphor for everything else. Okay. They always prioritize something else over me because guess what? I'll be fine. Right. You'll be fine. Winnie'll right. be fine. Winnie's always fine. And this is, but you, for what you just said right there, this is something that you know for a fact that they know that, oh, you'll be fine. In, yeah. in a sense. So now I, I'm a little bit more vocal about, you know, like you know, this, this, this doesn't work for me. Whoops. Sorry. That was my, my mic. Um, <laughs> sorry guys. Sorry for that. Did that hurt? Anyway, um, it's yeah, your heart racing. Yeah. Just say it's your heart but, racing. But um, yeah, so I, I felt like, you know, it's it incumbent on me to actually say something right. and say, look, I, you know, I understand that some things are going to be urgent and you need to take those calls. But this is how I feel, right. right? This is how I'm feeling. It's like that with apologies too, right? I don't mind. I like very forgiving. You did something, a wrongdoing, whatever you did, mistake. You say I'm sorry. Apology for that is great. But I think inherent in every apology is kind of the unspoken. I won't do this again. Of course. So if you're apologizing for the same thing over and over again. To me, that's not acceptable. No, and it shouldn't be acceptable. Right. I agree with you there. And this yeah. is something why I feel like a lot of guys, you know, they get away with a lot of stuff like that in theory. I mean, because it's just they like do. they're always, they think an apology is going to solve it all. And then when the same actions happen over and over again, this is once again a ground dog day sort of situation. 100%. Um, right. Oh, my God. Right. It is See? an MC Escher. It yeah. is a ground dog day within a ground dog day. <laughs> within a ground dog day. Get me out right. of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I get right. it. Right. Yeah. So going back to what, what you're saying then as well then. So in order to flip the script and find, like you said, you need to be more vocal so in order to be more vocal what you need to do is fight like virtually just put out there what you need and this is something that i feel like and i and i always say this right now and i talk to all my girlfriends about this is that you girls have just as much right to put your foot down and say this is what i want 
and this is what I need. And if you can't handle it, then then that's then you're you're out. You're done. Well, you yeah. know, no, or, and, or I'm not even in. Right, right. Like I won't even like I'm going. Okay, so I'm going through this right now, folks. Um, you know, new guy, and he's great. He's doing certain things, and but he has yet again something that I realize is a set of circumstances that okay. prioritize those things. And some of that is business. I get it. That's right. fine. That's real life. It's reasonable. But what I told him is he has this wicked entanglement, right, with his with brother and family okay. and all this stuff. And I know this. I already know how this is going to play out. So I, I said to him, you need to have some boundaries with your family. And you probably talked about this on other podcasts or will. Right. But because you can't have them encroach on your relationship. Would you right. agree? Because right. it becomes a part, it affects your relationship. Oh, 100%. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it sometimes it becomes the relationship because right. that's all you can talk about or Lord argue Lord. about. <laughs> Let's get Robin Thicke in here. Though, right. okay. So, yeah, I, so I, mm-hmm. you know, I said to him, I said, you know, like, look, I think we have we have a great connection, one that I don't typically have with people. But again, so you have to remind yourself there's these little red flags right. and you almost have to refer to them because you'll forget because it's a you're in your discomfort zone again. Right. What's familiar. And so, you know, I told him straight up before we even started dating, I said, you know, these are the things that I, I see are going to cause a problem. Okay. And I'm not telling you to change. These are not a list of demands. These are the things that, you know, if you choose that you want, great. There's things that I'm choosing against. Okay. And then we should just be friends. So okay. I'm not, I wouldn't even enter into the, the a relationship with So then like what that. was his response to that? So he started to make changes. Okay, because I was going to say there should yeah. be a timeline, a timetable for right. you. So that way you have your checklist to sell until you don't get caught up right. in that, past that you know, that oh, forbidden area that we don't want to so go to. You're so on point. Yeah. Oh, my God. This yeah. is almost like we we actually planned this. We never even planned any of this, folks. Anyway. See, this is why I love her because yeah. I, I know her well enough to know that that we connect really well with this yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And, like, and, and, and you're deep like that. So. Yeah, it's like, cue you're, the next part. Right. No, so you're exactly right. So we got two weeks in okay. and he's already started to make motions. And then all of a sudden it's this, so where are we? After two weeks. I right. was like, okay. Glad that you started to make changes, right. but it's been two weeks. This is clearly not enough for me to suddenly be like, oh, you hit the critical threshold. Right. I guess now we're dating, you know? Right. So it's got to take time. Right. And I, I, I can't stress that enough. Like there's a lot of this almost rush dating, especially with dating apps. And I know that's a separate topic, but there's this almost frenetic pace. Okay. Uh, like, Let's date. Let's let's. I, I like you. Let's move in together. Let's, and 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 you'd think that COVID would slow that down, but it really hasn't. Right. I still see that some of that's driven by narcissistic personalities of course. or and, whatever. And mind you, know. you, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you both know that you're on the same page. So there's a flip right. side, which I, which he's saying, which I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I also sometimes feel like I don't think that there's any time measurement on any of that stuff as long as both people are on the same page. You know, if both people are consensual. You know. That's all. I consent. No, but I do. <laughs> I need two of those, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not just one. I need two. So, so <laughs> Anyway, so um, I, what, I guess what I mean by, yes, there's, it can be dual prong, like both people. But I have a, like a really good friend who came off of a terrible relationship that could be its own podcast, to be right. honest with you. But um, 
she probably didn't take enough time off from that relationship. And Very abusive and right. launched into the next one. And that was the same personality. Okay. It was a narcissist, a pathologic narcissist, was straight into the mouth of another pathologic narcissist that had almost an opposite, like the other side of the coin. And he wanted to get married okay. after one month. Right. But you see... That's too... And so she went and bought a dress. And, okay. Wow. Uh, yeah, okay. I well, said, okay, you know, yeah, you need to slow, slow down. down. Pump, like you, pump yeah. the brakes because you know what? There's nothing wrong with just dating. Right. But she Dang. can't understand that because that's, but that's a different, like, and this is one of the things too, guys. It's just that everyone is who they are. And you know, it's yep. like, like this friend that she's talking about, I already know that even if she broke up with that guy, there's going to be another one because she cannot be alone. It's just her personality. She will not take the time to be alone because if she finds another guy like that, it's going to just continue her wave of what she's used to being in, like we just discussed. It's like everyone's comfortable. She's, it's comfortable. It's discomfort. And, and she's not, and her discomfort is being by herself. That's the discomfort. Well, no, what I mean by like her comfort zone yeah. is actually very uncomfortable. Right. So her comfort zone, I call it a discomfort zone. She's comfortable with pathologic narcissists who are emotionally unavailable. No, but I get that. Right. But what I'm saying, she's uncomfortable with being with herself in the first place. So oh, she, that, and that, yeah. but that's her, that's her, um, clean slate. That's how she breaks the cycle. She's like, and you just said it, she needs time to herself. And so we all have something that's inside of us that needs something, but sometimes we don't know how to pump the brakes. Sometimes we do pump the brakes too long, and then you mm -hmm. find yourself by yourself not taking the chance to actually get back out there to explore all those options as well. So there's this, it's, it's a flip side to all this stuff, you know? Absolutely. Right. And I do I, think, I do think that you can, like, it's okay if you, she took four months off, which was maybe, who's to say that's enough or not enough? Of course. But I do think that if you're going to launch into another relationship, regardless of if it's long enough or not, just take some time to date. Right. Because dating and time, it's going to uncover a lot of... You can't identify a pattern, right? right? I used to say some really mean things to guys. Like, no, I you? Used to say, no way. I said to... Like, I would be in a relationship for like a, a hot month. I'm talking to the camera because there's someone okay. who, who, who will find this funny. A hot month and this guy would be like, let's talk about the relationship. In a month, okay. like it's only been a month, and I, I, I said to him, and I won't say this again because it sounded so rude when I said it. I said, you know, there was no U.S. history in 1777, <laughs> and I don't know if he got it or not. I know that was super. I rude. don't even get it, yeah. but I'm laughing anyway. It's kind of I funny mean, you shit, have though. to have enough time. You have to have enough time to actually develop something to talk about. Right. There is no pattern in one minute. Listen. It's like there's no pattern right. in three weeks. You need to like take some time and date someone, and you'll you'll see what they're about. Because you know, even if they're crazy, crazy comes out around six months. You can't hide it for that long. Okay, let me ask you this: in your dating experience right now, with I know that you're seeing the sky. Do you... No, I'm not. I haven't decided okay. All right. yet. Okay, well that's what I was going to ask yeah. you. So, is there with the red flags and this and that? I'm sure there's things that he needs to do to step in in order to make this. Wow. Okay, you've done your part. Now I can continue moving forward. Yeah. How much time are you going to give yourself? For this to happen uh, well i mean i'm not dating him so okay. he can take as long okay. as he wants you know i told him look you know this is something you should be doing for yourself right. disentangling yourself because he's miserable because he's basically so mired in the in all the di i mean it's a k-drama right sorry linda <laughs> right. it's a k-drama right. of 
of just like deception and lies and you know jockeying from position and money and you got everything cheating like it has all right it's like a soap opera oh yeah that's what i mean it's dynasty it's terrible it's terrible right yeah (laughs) and so i told him this is stuff that he should want to do on his own and if he doesn't that's fine i am not in the relationship so that i have to even wait for anything right if he if this unfolds we talk as friends Sometimes you want, you know, he talks to me like he wants a little bit more. And I remind him, I okay. said, you know, I'm glad that you're doing all the things for you. I make it clear it's not a list of my demands. Right. It should be something he does for himself. And, you know, I feel like it just evolves. Like if he gets to that point in his life where he feels a bit more free of that and a little more independent. Okay, let's backtrack. Hold on, I'm going to stop you there. So we yeah. hear what you just said. If he, I'm sorry, if he spends more time with himself, it's like, how old are we now? Like, I mean, we're not like 20 year olds anymore. You know, we're like, it doesn't, I don't need someone who's like, I'm like, I'm 50. I don't need to be like waiting for someone to turn into their 60 to get their shit together. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just, that's just well, way But if long. you're not dating them, but that's what you're saying though. Matter. It's like, so for him, it's like, that's never going to change that spectrum. It's like sometimes, and, and yes, I believe in growing and maturing. Cause I'm doing that every day as well. Hopefully. <laughs> Thank God. Knock on whatever. Please give me something. Sometimes but, it doesn't. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> it's like, there's some hopeless cases out there. You're just like going, you know, if you're if you're yeah. not going to learn your lesson, if, and it seems like he's knee deep in this stuff, and right. this is why I say in these moments you only date strippers and porn stars. It's... Okay. <laughs> what, great really? <laughs> what great advice? What great dating and great because dating this, intelligence? Hold on, you didn't, let, you didn't let me finish my speech. <laughs> you let me finish because uh, this way, if you do that, you absolutely know what you don't want. And you finally get your shit together and find exactly unless what you course, need. Unless, of course, they're blonde and, <laughs> right, and they true. are independent. I'm dumb with blondes. I'm dumb with blondes. <laughs> Only brunettes now. I found the perfect one I'm very happy with. Which, by the way, I have to throw this last tidbit in. So the brunette that I'm with, just to backtrack with all this whole story about how I... When I, when I made the joke of saying that I only dated blondes and I was like, you know, I'm only going to date brunettes from now on. The one brunette that I had was, uh, was is still the only brunette that I'm with now. So I met this brunette 17 years ago, first brunette I ever dated, and let her go for a blonde. And now I'm finally back with the brunette, which is... The same person. The same person. Yeah. Right. Which is crazy, right? So there was nothing wrong with her. And I it's realized that. But the Me hard part cute. was it's maturity, though. Like, it's like I matured over time. And with my ex was the right one to mature with. And now it's like, I feel like I'm in that space now to where you may hopefully make the right decisions and don't screw up anymore. Well, I mean, look, we're, you're going to screw up in little ways. Of course. It's the major That I do ways. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, but right. no, we all do that. That's right. okay. You don't have to blame just But yourself. just recognizing that is, yeah. a, is a lot of it as well. And but so, you're right. Like, right. You, if you're in a situation where someone's situ- when their situation isn't ideal right. or, you know, something's going on, you don't have to date them and give them time. Don't date them and give them time because in the meantime, I can, I'm free to date whoever I want. Right. If I, if he gets his shit together or whatever, I don't count on it. And I don't, I don't, I, I, I hope for him. Right. But I'm not counting on it. If of that course, makes sense. I get that. But that's once again because you're a strong, independent woman from that side of it, though, and, you, yeah. and you've been through enough of these to understand like I'm not going to put up with this anymore. Where oh, I God. feel like most people, on, and so well off of that, this is one of those things where I feel that everyone, we all need to do a check-in. So make a checklist tonight on whatever you need to do. Whoever you're with right now, I don't care if you're married, single, whatever it is, or looking for a relationship, make a checklist of yourself and say, am I, is this person, am I giving my all to this person and vice versa? And if they're not, then some changes need to be made. You need to maybe sit down and talk with them. If you're dating someone, don't make the same mistakes. If, if, If you even get an inkling of that checklist being wrong, 
move on. And everyone, especially, and I hate to say this, a lot of women, because this is what I've asked a lot of women, every woman wants to change a guy who they're with, for the most part. Um, I for the most part. Yeah, no, most don't, guys don't want to change a girl. I mean, that's yeah, not our job. I don't, just, I don't you know, know that we want, I mean, I do think that there are women who want to change the guy, and then there's so some women who are hoping to inspire the change, which is a little different. That's but, a, I like that spin of words that you just yeah, used. No, because it's on, yeah, so oh. so I was, again, I'm going to give up some more of my dirt, right? So I was engaged, um, well, I'm divorced, okay. but I, I was engaged thereafter. <laughs> Boy, this is going to really sound like I'm not intelligent on dating <laughs> intelligence. But um, so I was engaged to a guy who clearly I was dating my father okay. and I didn't realize it. Now, in fairness to the to the audience, because they don't know, I still don't think it's fair to ask someone to, to marry you when you didn't discuss marriage at all and that was never on the table. Not fair. Right. Doesn't count. Okay. But anyway, so I, at the time, said yes, thinking, okay, it'll be a long engagement. And it was literally when we were sitting watching TV one night this is going to sound really weird and gross, <laughs> but he started flicking his toes. Do you, you know what I mean? And Make, I looked like the over. sound, right? Like this? Okay. Yes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <Yes>. Trigger. No, <laughs> anyway, so um, he starts flicking his toes, and I look over, and I literally was like, You had flashbacks. I'm dating. Yeah. I'm engaged to my father. Right. How horrid is this, right? right? So... Um, you know, that was obviously, again, like one of those monsters. It's like the telltale heart. You just heard that, like that heartbeat under all your pain so and guilt. So less sexy than yeah. the telltale heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the right. toes of flicking, you know, right. like it's a, so I, I think sometimes it does, it, and this doesn't matter if you're an independent person, you're intelligent, you're successful, you're anything. I think that there's someone out there who's going to relate to, to this whole, like, I keep dating the same person. Yeah. They may come in a Latin form, black, tall, blonde, right. brunette, you know, older, younger, hot, right. less that's hot. Why, that's, <laughs> you know, that's why I said from the beginning, it's funny how, like, you know, the ground the ground dogs day, it's like they just change their form. It's like, oh, here's oh, yeah. for, oh it's like, shifters. You're like, oh, Winnie, um, that guy looks just like the last one, different <laughs> skin tone, but yeah, exactly. taller, but yeah. it's kind of the same. It's shape-shifting, right. Right? It's like when they say when people with their dogs, you know, like say like, yes. <laughs> like their owners look like their dogs sometimes. Uh, it's kind of like that. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. You should talk. <laughs> <laughs> you got a, you got mini me over there. I know so, I do. Yeah, no. So, but I think it's a great topic. I think that um, I think people will relate to it. I think that it's a hard habit to right. break. It is a very hard habit to break. Yeah, right. It is a really hard. habit I mean, we're to only break. hoping that everyone, and like I said, we've all whether you're happily married, sing, happily single, happily in a relationship, we all have had some form of this. Regardless, you know, it's whether it be just yeah. one person, a few in a row. Hopefully, we're trying to get out of it and hopefully you find the perfect match for you. Um, so I'm going to end it on that note right there. And we're going to move on to um, the question of the day that I always use. So you get to actually help me Ooh, answer a question, question right now. question of the day. All right, guys. Now it's that time of the show where we answer questions from our DMs, social media, and hopefully pretty soon live questions. So... Winnie, I'm going to ask this question, uh, read the question, and see what lets you answer first, and I'll fill in from there, okay? All right, so this, uh, we usually try to do a question that's related to the topic. So the question that I have today, it's, um, hi, Christopher, love the show, and had a specific question. I seem to have a pattern of dating the same type that I know isn't a match for me. 
If there was one tip you could give me, how would I break that pattern? One mm. tip. What would you give this person? I get, I get the hot seat. Okay, so <laughs> I think um, we maybe touched on it a little bit during the show, but I, I do think that the when you identify the pattern, a lot of times you have to do this consciously. And so you actually have to write down the similar things. Like our exes are more similar than they are to us. Right. Sadly, they look more like their avatar is very similar than than ours is to them. So when you start identifying these similarities or the things that you don't get along with that right. seem to be running through each person, write them down. And I'm not suggesting that you bring a list in. Yeah, that's and, a good tip. You know, and, and, and things like that. But they have to be something that you do consciously. Like if um, when you first meet a person, quite honestly, chemistry is chemistry. We're attracted to who we're attracted to. That's great. So you can't, there's no prescription for this. There's no recipe. It's really you let you let it flow, right? If you happen to flow with someone, great. Give it time, but keep in mind these things that you have now identified are not a good match for you. And if right. you start seeing those crop up, you either need to address them and see if they can change. They meaning the relationship can it can it pivot in a way that it's going to be workable, or is it just not even worth going down the path? Right, right. What yeah. would you say? I mean, I like, mean, obviously, I've, along you're the, the lines guru. of that. Of which the tip that I would give, I'm going to go off of what you just said, is that if you meet someone and you continue to date this person in order to make that script that you said, that list that you've already had, that checklist um, with this person, make sure that you're vocal enough to let them know what you don't really want if a red flag comes up, basically, right? So if something bothers you, let the person know. See how they respond to it. If they don't respond correctly, then, you know, let them go. So that's the tip that I give because most of the time it's like you allow yourself to go... Ooh, and you feel it. Your spider sense tingles. That red flag comes up. But does anyone ever do anything about it? Not really. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's too soon, possibly. But you can flip it. And maybe that person that does the wrong thing might change in the process and become the one that you actually might end up being with anyways. But you got to be bold enough to let them know if something's not feeling right. Say, hey, this is, I, I kind of need a little bit more of this. I kind of don't need you doing that. And let them, let them respond to that. Let them ebb and flow with that. But you have to stick to your guns and be who you are, and, and that's how the pattern changes. you got to speak up. All right. All right, everyone. So that's our show. Winnie, Winnie Lee, thank you for joining us. Do you want to plug anything that you have? Business, um, comedy, uh, life? Yeah, no, it was great being on the show. Thank you for Very having welcome. me as part of your maiden voyage. I couldn't be more honored. And, um, yeah, you you have to come to the spa. All right. We got to, you right. know, you're already beautiful, so I'm not so sure oh, I can improve you. on it, but we are we much about, yeah, <laughs> we are all <laughs> much about like naturally inspired beauty, wellness and fitness and all of that is really um, not having maybe what's going on in LA, okay. too much unnatural right. stuff. So, well, just know. give them, give them the name, give them an email, just yeah. tell, let them know the Fringe name. Fringe IQ, okay. give us a text at 310-564-8063. Out in Thousand Oaks, people. Anybody can and we can talk about your anywhere. life in the spa. I do it all the time. I'm glad to be there. Right. All right, guys. That's once again another show. Well, actually, sorry, I can't say because I don't do it in podcast version, but it's a new show and hope to do many more and hope to see you guys again. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you soon.